Relationship views, Antonio Brown, and snitching in the black community. Okay. Yeah, so what happened, man? Uh, relationship views. I 
don't know. Is there something that was on Facebook that was that was going big, big or something recently? What do you mean? Oh, they were talking about um, what was that shit that was that that was getting like a lot of traction? Was it uh the role of the oh that shit that Fantasia shit right? Well, they had that. <clears throat> they had the Fantasia shit with her posting with her um, you know, a lot of women don't know how to, you know, kind of be subordinates to their men, and that's why they're not in relationships or whatever. And then the most recent one that I kind of got sucked into was the um, the one where the, this dude kind of posted, if a, if a guy is on social media and he doesn't post his girl, like it, you know, the, the excuses of, oh, I'm just not like that. No, I want to talk about that. That, yo, I am so sick of these niggas, man, that sit on the toilet and piss and make those kind of tweets. Like, I can't stand this shit. All they do is they make these statements just so that they can make, they, they can be like reputable to women. They think it's going to give them props or something. Like, that's that's going to make the girls like you. They still don't like you. You know what I'm saying? I hate that shit. Like, these niggas do this shit all the time, man. Like, I, I do feel I do feel like it's a game like it's a it's a ploy to get women but I do agree with a lot of what they be saying because my problem my problem with niggas these days is like we gotta there's too much shit and, and information out there for us not to be able to tap into our own emotions and understand the reality of where we stand as people, men in particular. So, what you mean? Like, what I what I say when I say that, I mean like a lot of the issues that we coming into is because quote unquote women are taking our roles, right? So men feel like we gotta gotta overcompensate on other shit to. Stand as the bed, like we still the bed or whatever. What do you mean by overcompensate? How do we overcompensate? So, like, for instance, a lot of these new abortion laws, for instance, like you'll see situations and, and instances in society, both public and non-public, where um status quo is being shifted to kind of make men. Would not even make men, but make women have to kind of jump over more loopholes and more more hoops. So I say all that to say back to us not being able to tap into our own emotions and being real with ourselves. The truth of reality is when you on social media, nigga, you looking for clout. Whatever you posted, whether it be your girl or the backyard or you smoking or whatever, nigga. So if you with a if you with a chick and you fucking with her and you rocking with her, you're gonna show her off. You understand? So hold on. So when when niggas if if you don't post your significant other like you would you would you would you in the pillow and you lying down and you talking to this girl like yeah we gonna do this shit forever we gonna rob eggs and da 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 and truth of reality come through you ain't really about that type of shit though my thing is why do I feel all that fuck you know what I'm saying there's no there's no purpose to go through all of that 
So authenticity revolves around the internet now? It doesn't. I'm not saying it does. I'm not saying it does, but what but but don't be fake and have social media. Show off all the other shit and don't show off your significant other. That don't make no sense to me. Like that that's not congruent in how you showing off. Like well you you're not excited about her, but you're excited about you smoke. Some people like to keep their relationships private because in the past when they were public with their relationships and they go bad, that shit, that shit goes extra hard when it's a public relationship. So maybe now they want to keep it private. If that's if that's the case and what's going on in in your relationship, I can guarantee you, with or without social media, it's still gonna be the same bullshit. That's just true and be right. But you, so you're saying both. But the problem with this statement is this is about social media only. No, no, but that's my point. I don't feel like it is. I don't feel like it is natural human nature to want to show off the shit that you care about. It's just natural. Social media is is, is a mechanism to show off more. It's easier access, but it's still our human nature to show off, you know, our achievements, our, our the shit that we done got in life, the shit we done made. But, the shit that's ours, you know what I'm saying? Like you gonna show off your mom's. Like the other day, I posted my mom's. My mom's didn't have no social media, but I posted my mom. She ain't never gonna see that shit. But I did that because I want my friends to know I love my fucking mom's. And today's her fucking birthday, and I want y'all to put that good energy in there. That's the type of shit I'm talking about. So like, I ain't saying you gotta post your girl every fucking day or like, you know what I'm saying? But if you love that bitch. Motherfucker, put it out there. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of guys got just skewed views, you know? That's why I think it's hard to like normalize what love is. I think we gotta just let that shit organically be itself. And just take off all the I think that's what it is though. Huh? You know you know how I feel about social constructs. But I would feel like a lot of our decisions are being clouded by social constructs. So, like, the natural feelings of love and hate and all that type of shit get clouded with what we feel is socially acceptable, what is socially the status quo, what is socially um, the norms. And so we come into a place where niggas just literally... Doing shit not even for themselves no more, just to fulfill a, a societal goal. You know what I'm saying? Like you, everybody out here capping for clout. If you ask me, <laughs> what? I don't disagree. I don't. But I mean, you, you really just hit it there when you said how like everything the social. I, I had a point. I fucking lost it. Damn it. Yeah, man. I think well, the expert is something. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, it's something, it's, it's definitely got to do with the expectations. That's a big part of it. Definitely expectations in life. That's the whole problem with gender roles now. Like this whole topic, that's big, that's a huge, huge topic. Like everybody be talking about the little, you know, the niche issues. But gender roles in particular is the big major topic because what is gender is a huge question. 
You know what I'm saying? And how you supposed to raise your kid? It started all the way now from fucking infants, bro. Babies ain't even being born, and we supposed to know how to treat them as a gender. Like that little nigga don't know what the fuck going on. I'm taking human. I'm taking human development right now. Fucking that shit starts when she when it's in her fucking stomach. Bro, that's what I'm talking about. This little nigga don't even know what the fuck going on. He's still a little sperm sack. Damn there. <laughs> because of a blueberry and you already telling him what he is this motherfucker got rights and all types of shit you heard and this is the type of shit I'm talking about like if we would kind of simplify life I think things would be a lot older and we complicate shit with all these social constructs You that that's the point I was going to get to we need to learn, we need to get back to letting shit happen organically, like. Yo, Antonio Brown, what the fuck? Every time I turn around, this nigga, I'm not even, I, I'll be honest, I don't know how black people watch football like that. I don't have a problem with it. I think I tweeted, I put a, this video about it earlier this month, like, I don't got a beef with it. I just don't know how y'all can just watch it. Like, you, I can't. Yeah, like, I've come to, I, 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 this is the first season I've watched in two seasons. And, um, I'm also a former Giants fan, so I guess it's easy for me not to care. Right, yeah, the niggas yeah. stink. And this nigga Saquon just went down for, for eight weeks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just started, like, it's one of those situations with me where. Yeah, because you be talking that rhetoric too, man, about the slaves and everything. So, how are you watching them? Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I'm getting into it. It's. it's I've come to the, to the realization where there's a lot of shit that um, you have acceptance entertainment. It's like wrestling, for instance, right? Like when I was younger, I knew for a fact that shit was fake as fuck. Oh my nigga, go ahead. I know exactly what you're going. But so cold was my nigga and I thought he was really shit, right? I thought he was the realest nigga alive. Like, if that character could come to life and be a real person, he'd be dope as fuck, right? And that's how I thought about it. And so when I look at the NFL, it's a real... It's a microcosm of the world and it teaches me a lot about life and how to treat both black people and white people, right? And so what I'm starting to understand is that I'm confused. <laughs> right. So so what I'm starting to understand is that like when we having these conversations about, you know, that's the plantation and everything. And understanding that's a microcosm of the world we live in, right? And so the little bullshit is situations with contract, all that type of shit is the type of shit that we go through on a day-to-day business. Day-to-day basis with business and um just social situations and all that type of shit. And what we realize is that certain opinions are not gonna coincide even with people that look exactly like you that are going through the same exact shit you go through and they see it happening, right? And so like with the AB situation, how I feel about it is like we seen this shit happen so many times with the NFL. It's like business as usual. Same thing with the cop situation in real life. Like with the cops killing people, with the cops killing black dudes. 
we see the situations with AB all the time when they make they paint these dudes out to look like motherfucking nut jobs, right? And it'd be the simplest shit. If you literally think about the shit that he did, that he got caught up with prior to the sexual harassment joint, it was bullshit. It's like shit that, you know, he's throwing a tantrum, okay? Y'all paint this nigga, this black man out to me. A big diva because he's foregoing. He made money, a big fucking deal. He got a problem with his boss. Who the fuck are you to have with any kind of say? Oh, right? yeah, that I, I hear you. I was trying to understand what he was going. And so, yeah, when the when yeah, the get released though, you just, when the shit start to roll down, yeah. when the shit start to roll down, it then start to pick up steam because you know niggas start giving their opinions, and of course, you're gonna sway these white people. They like, oh shit, this nigga's starting to cause this chicken. They're gonna start to, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we gotta get rid of this slave. He not even working right now, right? He's starting to buck. Gotta get rid of this nigga, send him to the next slave owner. Oh shit, that shit ain't working either. Oh shit, we gonna find this bitch from whatever the fuck <laughs> to come say some shit. And then we looking crazy, right? Now everybody looking crazy, like, oh, hey, get another black man, give him black man some money, and here he go again. Can't do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why when I say, when I get into arguments about AB, it's not even about AB and having accountability and all this type of shit. Yeah, 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 on a simple surface level, of course. Nigga, you want to get that chicken, do what you need to do, of course. But we talking about big, the fucking macro, not the micro. You know what I'm saying? So the NFL is the big fucking umbrella of all this shit. And they consistently do the same thing. Like right now, I don't know if you've been noticing on ESPN, they got a um, black quarterback thing going on. Like why in 2019 we gotta have situations like that where they gotta highlight a black quarterback or anything like that. Like they have a what? They have some kind of uh, like commemoration for like it's a black quarterback month or some shit like that. I'm not even sure. Like I see them passing. And so they basically just talking about like all the black quarterbacks in the league and that's went before and about. Well, you know, that's probably part of like, you seen Jay-Z and all that diversity plan to try to re-engage the community. That's um that's probably what that is. I'm sure. Just trying I'm, to get on there, man. That's something to do with it. They but, go too hard with trying to like meet everybody. But that's my point. But that's my point. Like, it's not, it's not by coincidence that this type of shit is happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's a reason in because, and that's a lot of the reason that I, that I went into having a marketing degree because I understood that that was like the psychology and where business is really being driven. And they understand that shit. So even though these motherfuckers got their personal feelings about black people on the whole, they still know that their bottom line revolves around marketing so they ain't really gotta have no contact with no black people they just gotta market shit in such a way that black people go eat the motherfucking shit up cause that's what black people do so like this ESPN shit with, with back to AB 
everything is marketed towards oh this nigga's a problem he's a motherfucking issue so everybody go eat that shit up and just fall into it instead of thinking like a black man like come yeah, on yeah, bro I'm a black man and I'm gonna tell you something um, me and my no crazy text messages going on we just, right. you know I got legal things you just have to wait it out that's that we're not talking why right. is it, and I don't have no no rape allegations nothing. I don't have nothing crazy I'm, I got normal shit and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm operating that way why would you when you're a high profile person you get the, the shopping matches with bitches that you got rape allegations against that's just what man Listen, man, we we could get into the to the interpersonal issues of AB, and I think he got like real serious like mental issues. Um, you do agree with the shit that they saying? That? No, I don't. You said you think he has real serious mental issues? Yeah, you don't you don't treat niggas like if that if that's my brother, right? You pick your brother, you don't put him on camera and do all this extra bullshit. Like, help that man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he should have never lost the 30 M's. He should have been moving like Kawhi Leonard. Somebody should have been, you know, whatever it is, bro. Somebody should have been... St- Kawhi Leonard made? So, in any case, <laughs> fuck the NFL. Big-ass plantation, bro. But we all gonna watch the, the Super Bowl this year because we're gonna see Jay-Z's halftime show. Oh, word? That's why you watching it? I mean, I always watch it because it's a social thing. It's like a holiday. I ain't watched it last two years. <laughs> you really did? For real? I really, really did. Nah, I, uh, I got it. I was, I was steadfast in my boycott. Yeah. I only, I, like, I was going back to the only reason I, like, stuff fell back into this shit is because I really, I honestly feel without all the big roundabout shit, like, Fuck them. I'm gonna watch the bullshit. You know my problem with boycotts is there's no organization. Yeah. Boycotting for different things. Like some people are still say hire Kaepernick. And I'm like, hire Kaepernick? But what? That's your settlement. He don't wanna play. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. That shit kinda hurt my feelings in the fact that he still, he still wants to play. Even after all of this. So it's still like There's a high possibility you see that nigga In the NFL uniform So it's back to what I was saying before Like you might as well watch these Slave niggas be slave niggas Fuck it Shit entertaining this shit to me You know what I'm saying Watch these niggas be bozos and clowns and, And I feel that's another thing too People get too emotionally attached to this shit And They gotta remember like I me personally, I don't give a fuck about none of these niggas. But when it comes to AB, I'm not even talking about AB. I'm just talking about the overall. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, for instance, he been in contact with two niggas who both got shit swept under the rug, which is Ben Roethlisberger and Robert Kraft. Both them niggas had some real egregious, a real egregious shit swept under the motherfucking rug. No issues, no problems. No, but Jason, you gotta talk all the facts though. They didn't get into any shouting matches with the with the allegations afterwards. That's the difference. I, I hear you. I, I don't think you, you would have got cut if you did if that shit didn't I happen. Again, I say, again, I say, we not talking about. I'm not even talking. 
past the the whole sex harassment shit. I'm talking prior to that. It's a whole lot of shit that went on prior to that that got him to the Patriots. Right? Because nothing happened, and that's where I feel I find shit fishy. That's where I'm, I'm not really a conspiracy theorist, but that's where my conspiracy theorist might pop in and think that niggas is really trying to sabotage, sabotage this nigga. Because none of this, until he forced himself out of the Raiders and got to the Patriots, did none of this sexual harassment allegation shit happen. Nigga, he was on the Steelers for bad long. Got off the Steelers, was on the Raiders. All the bullshit happened. He was getting ready for him to play with the Raiders. Nothing. And then forced himself off the Raiders, got to the Patriots, and he was about to kill. And niggas is like, oh, wait, hold on. But uh, you touched my butt. <laughs> but wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about it like that. Bro, that's that, that was Now, nah, you got to put, like, everything got to be put in context sometimes. Like, everything in context. If people thought about a lot of shit in context, I think we'd be all right. The allegation came after he signed with the Patriots? Yeah. They already played in, in like, he was already getting ready to play he signed and niggas was just like oh shit he gonna play with the Patriots oh shit the Patriots about to go undefeated and Tony and Brown accused of yo that's crazy yo I didn't think about it like that that's bugged out man like the whole chronology of, of the AB is just wild to me Cause all it all it was was a nigga being a diva as usual, like what's new, and he ain't doing nothing crazy. Like I want to wear my helmet. Oh, big fucking whoop, big deal. Let that man wear his helmet. Or don't let him wear his helmet. Whatever. However, everybody got emotional. No lie, you want to talk You know what I believe happened? I think he was hyped to go to the Raiders. He heard about that quarterback. He met him. Found out he was a piece of shit. When he started catching passes, he was like, "Oh, this nigga's trash." And that's when I think he started talking to New England, like, yo, how can I get to y'all? And I do think they was like, yo, do this. That didn't work. Do this. That didn't work. That's, I mean, oh, hey, man. Like, like, I promise you, you'll be fired. And he Why said, not? You know, you, you don't get offended by that? He said, no, I'm not offended. I'm telling you to do it. Call him a cracker. Yes. I bet he fired you. And he did. That's definitely, that's definitely um, a, a possible scenario. But I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I say, this is the type of shit that niggas be worried about that really don't matter. But I'm but saying, put money, put money, watch, look, follow me, follow me. Watch they do the same shit to Jalen yeah. Ramsey. Watch. Here you go, here you go. Watch. He, the, the quarterback from Jacksonville Jaguars try to force himself yeah. out of the contract and all that. He say he don't want to play for, for them niggas no more. Oh man, they got the only owner of color. You about to watch? They gonna make him look like the only cop? What up, bro? That's what I was I was thinking about um the other day um. Like if 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 ever I had to become a public figure, I would literally have to censor myself in certain ways because like the 
the other day on on my Facebook, I had posted some shit, and this nigga Rel. <laughs> oh man, I love this nigga to that, but this nigga Rel would have. And he was like, yo, you know, Jesus was a faggot and all this. Like, oh, like, he, that's what I was like, yeah. And he went crazy, right? And like, I'm friends with a few, you know what I'm saying? Gay people. And one of my my friends. They engaged him? She, um, nah, she, she messaged me because she felt like I kind of just blew over the situation and I didn't really address it. Him saying the word faggot and all that type of shit so she went into you know what I'm saying a whole a whole like history of the word and everything which I, I appreciate you know what I'm saying like I never I never deny knowledge or or, or enlightenment in life nah, you know gotta be the same way and um so I, I I fully understood what she was saying and but I had to explain to her that of all the like sometimes when it comes to language we kind of take shit a little too too serious and too deep and that's kind of where the Dave Chappelle portion of his stand-up when he was saying the word faggot yeah it resonates so much because that's a fact like why can't I speak the way I speak you know what I'm saying? That's how me and my people, we interact. That's how we, you know what I'm saying? That's how we get down. That's how we vibe. That's how we chit-chat. So, like, when I say shit like pause or no homo, ain't like, I'm against homos or nothing. Like, this is just how I talk. You know what I'm saying? It's funny to be about people. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, with Rel talking that way, I was telling her, like, yo, that's probably the coolest, sweetest thing you'll probably ever come across. He'll probably love you more than me. <laughs> and it's just like, we got to get over that language barrier kind of keeps us separated. So, like, with the hip-hop shit, you remember the T.I. shit you just posted? Yeah. Where I seen some people, like, disagree with what he was saying but and I kind of understand where they're coming from but they were talking about you are language it's that language barrier and understanding the context of what the words we're using how you're using it they they, there's a disconnect and I'm starting to notice that with black people so like black people some people will consider squares you know people from you know not the inner city that's never grown up in Harlem or nothing like that. There'll be a disconnect between us because of that language barrier, because of that, you know, that vibe barrier. You said language barrier or or, or location? Because first you said squares by where they grew up. Now you're saying squares by how they talk. Nah, because that I don't I don't know if you um I'm I'm real big on language. And I kind of understand how it, it kind of shapes culture. It, it literally does. And that's why I love so much about um, Dave's last stand-up is because he kind of taps into that and people kind of miss it. But language is a real driving force of how people are being, you know, driven these days. So you can't say certain words and can't talk certain ways to certain people and, yeah. So it's a, like language is a real big issue. 
know what I'm saying? What's up next on the on the on the docket? Uh, I mean, I guess we're kind of late to it, but it's still relevant. We're talking about snitching in the black community. You know, a lot of dialogue. About it ain't late. You see all these things about me? Oh my good God, that shit is hilarious. So we right with the snitching topic because niggas need to understand. Niggas be getting this shit fucked up. You know what I think though? I think people have a, don't understand the difference between snitching and reporting. I don't think they're. I think they're entirely different. Right. You see a nigga killing kids, and you and you and you report that nigga. That's not snitching. Now, snitching is when you about to do something, you going down something, and to save your ass, you're telling about a whole bunch of people. That's snitching. Snitching is you is you being in other people's business purposely to report information. That's not. Or just tell us shit that you got no business doing. Like, mind your right. fucking... Snitching is literally not minding your goddamn business. Exactly. Save your ass. Yes. Make yourself look good. You know what's funny? This shit has been happening since we come to this fucking country and slave shit. Snitching. Yeah, man, but this is shit. This is shit. And, and Papoose kind of said it perfectly in that little post... Like nobody likes a fucking tattletale. Like it's not morally or you know what I'm saying. We we ethically cool. We don't like that shit. Nobody likes anybody just telling your business for no goddamn reason. Like oh shit, you wanna know who Justin fucked the other day? Yo, this nigga was fucking such a say. You imagine if you had a roommate like that, you probably pile that nigga's face into the cement. Man, have to. <laughs> but that's my, that's my point, and it's just that this shit is on a bigger scale. It's a lot more on the line. But nobody likes a fucking snitch, man. If you got involved with the bullshit, you knew what was going on. Niggas held you accountable to keep this shit down. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Why are you out here fucking blabbering your lips for? Ain't nobody want to hear none of that bullshit. Like, you being a sucker right now. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't be a man and stand up on the bullshit that you got caught up for? Do your shit, nigga. Oh, I feel like they, they got life on the line. That's the kind of shit that's corny as hell, man. You think something's going to happen to them people? Like, he's saying, like, major names, man. Like, you think- get locked up for man or watch. Everybody saying they're not gonna get called to to Dan court. Watch if they if the if the district district attorney is doing his job, all them niggas names he called get their day in court. Unless they it's it's they don't have no purpose. Jim Jones they got on phone calls talking to niggas. Yeah, so I he, heard it out by her. You know, to be honest though, a good lawyer can defend that because he doesn't really say. Anything. Well, his lawyer go. Well, how they go? Whoever's representing Jim Jones, they gonna have to. To talk to lawyers involved with that case, though. How you go? It's gonna get le- He's gonna get legally involved. So Jim Jones' name's gonna be in court documents involved with that. Because that nigga is crazy. But like I was telling Fab in the Marco Polo joint, them songs do hit to me, son. Them shit is fire. The only the only song that he kind of made that I was kind of interested in was the one with Nicki Minaj. And I just like the hook. I never really like that. Joke. That's the only. Nigga, 
for his passion. The song that everybody's making fun of him with, Gumbo. Because like, that shit is fire. I don't care what nobody says. Like, that shit yeah. is like some kind of rock rap crossover like that. Yeah, that's all it is, man. Anybody, anybody who who who's who um kind of fucks with like you know hard rock or ever did, you know what I'm saying? Would definitely enjoy that shit fully. I like some rock and that's roll. Straight mosh, but that's straight mosh. I didn't know. I was never into the mosh shit. Yeah, Lincoln Park. If he was in there, like Slipknot, you know what I'm saying? Any of that good heavy metal shit. You like Cypress Hill? Cypress Hill, I never really got into, but I, I do know of them. You never got into them despite their, like, and their strong, like, marijuana culture? Yeah. They're, never. like, the most out there, like, weed smoking yeah. friends. Yeah. They're, like, hip hop and, like, marijuana. I know shit. the nigga Be Real is, is Be Real with the weed. I know. Yeah, but like, I know. They were, like, blacklisted from, like, the media. They, like, went on Saturday Night Live. They told them you can't smoke. They went out and they was like, they told us we can't smoke New York. Yo, fuck that. They lit the blunt and they cut them off. That's dumb funny. Or, never been word, that's... They've never been TV since. Other than, other than the, the... The regular... The, the media hype songs. I mean, never, the same in the membrane. Um, taking the hits from the ball. That's it. That shotgun pump shit. That's all I know about him. Yeah. To be quite honest. <laughs> That's pretty much all I got. And anything that I heard about his soundtracks. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got from them. Word. Um, you know, let me scroll the timeline real quick, see if there's anything that stands out. Yeah, this anti bullying shit is crazy. Oh, Wednesday's question. What is the greatest hip hop album? It's gotta be, um, it was written. I mean, oh, someone said it was written. That's my favorite, but we all know it's Illmatic. Hell <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, no. <laughs> what is it to you? Greatest album. See, this is shit. I got it. This category is in my head for greatest album. I can't have one of anything like this. That's not how life was created. You can only listen to one rap album for the rest of your life. What's it going to be? I, 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 I wouldn't be fucked up. I'd be fucked up. But I probably it probably wouldn't be a Tupac album. But to me, personally, but in the realm of shit... Personally, my favorite album of all time is, um, damn, see, I can't even pick one. Yeah, I am so emotionally attached to hip-hop, that's why I became a hip-hop professor. It, after it was written, though, it's actually Jay-Z's value, too. I always tell people, I, I love to argue Nas is better than Jay-Z, but I can never have one without the other. I feel like they... Yeah, yeah, that's a duality. They, like, make each other everything, like... If we don't get don't think, Jay-Z, we probably we never get Ether, we never get the rest of Nas. I don't think Jay Z would be as great as he was if it wasn't for Nas. So. <laughs> Push them. Yeah. Yo, but that volume two is like you just see Jay's like length, like he goes to street shit, he talk real shit, or he just go commercial, hard, gritty. Like money ain't a thing, money cash. Oh. But don't funny shit. I'm gonna have to say personally. Ready to die? What? Biggie's first joint. 
shit that Ghostface said was biting eyes. <laughs> That's like a personal favorite. That is a good album. Like you if I had to, if I, huh? Think about it. So the Wu Tang Clan had beef with Big with Bad Boy back then, but Method Man Wu Tang Clan had with everybody outside of Staten Island back then, bro. bro. No Queens. They never had beef with niggas in Queens. Heard <laughs> <laughs> you. Or them niggas was coming to wreck. They didn't give a fuck. I respected it though. I guess they had to. They Staten Island, like. Yeah, niggas thought it was gold balls. Yeah, they had to go extra hard, man. Like, but right. yo, Method Man is on the Ready to Die album. Like, Method Man never gave a fuck about anything. He just did what he wanted. Fact. That's and that's why, to, to me, that's why he's my favorite Wu member. There's so many of the biggest, everybody got their favorite one. There's like cartoon characters. Meth, Meth is my favorite. Yeah, Mongo. Fact because of because of that fact because Meth was the first nigga to like really be out there like he started that little duo with him and Redman like he went and grabbed Redman from church and did they thing and they did the acting thing because they was such a tandem they were so close smoking and running around and they ended up on Jay Z's you remember that what was that what was that documentary um. Up in smoke, no. Oh, black. Oh, the hard knock life tour. The um, back life tour with yeah. me, Eagle, and all these niggas. And hey, that's just wild. That's like, wild. think about that. Method Man's been around, bro. He's part of a, a cult classic without a high. Like, Meth been around, man. And he part of Belly, too. Yeah, yo, he's one of, he's one of my favorite villains, man. Word. He was in the wire. I pull up like, yeah, I'm trying to kick He was in the wire. You read my man. He's in the wire. That's what's oh, Word. He was Prop Joe's New York cousin. I mean, nephew. Came down from New York. Holding shit down and whatever. Or in the cheese. Yeah, man. Like that nigga method. That that nigga. That's what I. I, I, I thought he was the dopest one because that nigga was all over the place. Where where everybody else like the RZA, the Jizz, them niggas was all into the, like the metaphysical. I swear to God, before we die, the niggas gonna float. I swear to God, we gonna see. Float all. This is like a chemistry professor. He like lectures at like. I think Harvard sometimes and shit. Yo, not just any chemistry. Metaphysics, bro. That nigga is at the highest level of science. Shit, me. That nigga is talking about equations we had never understood. <laughs> too, like... Right. And then putting in raps. We over here, he's rapping in frequency that's dealing with certain shit that we don't understand. Hit these niggas hard like the standard deviation of the Himalayan mountains. Bro. Because I'm sure he's, he's because he's into metaphysics, I'm sure he's dabbled in the alchemy. And alchemy is a whole different... Listen, bro. Yeah, man, they get real. That's why Wu Tang so dope, man. They were the greatest group ever, forever. I listen to Wu Tang all the time. Or yeah, Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Shit, mate. Yeah, I heard that DMX about to make a comeback. He just signed with Columbia or some shit. Yeah, I, like that. That. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that to be honest. 
We don't listen, man. Every time DMX has made a comeback, he then gave us some shit. He made, he gave us Lord give you a sign, right? The third, the very last one we got, right before this last band. He, he gave us Lord give it, give me a sign. Before that, he gave us um, party up, and then before that was the big run that we had. We was just hitting us with like back to back to back shits. I guess it's been so long, I forget. Yeah, I can listen to the old DMX classics. He's getting older, so you know he's starting to slow down a little bit. But I guarantee you, whatever he put out is gonna be something that we're gonna be like, "Lord, give me a sign or something." <laughs> <laughs> we still gonna be walking, just like a praying and crying and all that. Cause it's the dog, man. Huh? That will be dope. I feel like they're, they I wonder if Meek still got it though. I feel like he's been living really good now. I wonder if he's gonna lose some of that, man. That that's that's the way it results after a while sometimes. He chilling with Hove. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Hove always knows a way to tap into talking rich, but making us feel like, yeah, that's where we need to be. But that's why we're too funny. Hope got that that gift, man. He'd talk about big shit, and we'd be like, "Word!" And then everybody be doing it. <laughs> Take a gold bottle, nigga. Everybody do it. You know what I'm saying? Crystal. He was like, "Fuck Crystal," but everybody was doing it. Niggas was wearing rockaway, and fucking anybody in Marvel was wearing rockaway. Marketing, that's one thing about Hoven. People fail to forget that he's a marketing genius, man. He's not a businessman. He's a business, man. Let him handle his business, man. So I guess you were cool with his, his, uh, his NFL merger. Absolutely. Absolutely. What else we going to do, man? You know, just stand aside and scream and yell outside like, oh, fix this shit. Fix this shit. What the fuck is getting done? <laughs> Niggas is inside looking at y'all like, yo, how long you think they're going to stand out there, B? <laughs> so somebody probably knocked on the door like, yo, can we talk? Can we call like, how can I? Because like, they try to be buddy, buddy in clips and he's like, nah, I'm not sure. <laughs> You got that. <laughs> as as I see, you gotta get in, man. Gotta get in the door somehow. Yeah, I was all for it. I, like I said, I had no issue. Yeah, man. Don't stand your ass outside screaming and yelling and be mad at the nigga that got outside. Like, look at this Uncle Tom nigga getting in the door. I'm still standing outside screaming. Yeah, I'm <laughs> around so loosely in 2019, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I forgot the meaning of it, man. Or, I mean, they are some of them out there. Like oh, ben, there's always going to be some out there. Dr. Ben Carson, for instance. That nigga's Uncle Ruckus. I don't care what nobody tell me. If anybody, whoever sees this, when y'all see this recorded, y'all see the Boondocks, and y'all know who Uncle Ruckus is, y'all know what the fuck I mean. Dr. Ben Carson, bro. I swear, that nigga is a coon, 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 what? The type of shit he be saying to me. I don't fuck this. Since he got elected. Bro. Whatever, whatever. I'll tell, tell you this. Type in Ben Carson's opinion on projects. 
like um housing projects. Bro, this nigga here. <laughs> That's a what it is. Like I watched that I was like, is this nigga serious? Like, damn be. Yo, this man, a lot of these people, man, they get successful, man, they move away, they never come back, they forget. And he always talking about I came from here and I came from here. Like, Shut the fuck up, man. Get out of you. Word. Everybody's success ain't gonna be yours. That's why I can't be like a full fledged activist. You know what I'm saying? Like in the spotlight and screaming and yelling and trying to be in boardrooms with these niggas because I literally will look at it again. Like, nigga, are you serious? <laughs> like, what? See, what are you talking about? I feel like we need parity. We need different. We need different variations of it. We need. We can't have one one identity for what activists supposed to be like. That's why I I try to make a name for myself in education to give parity to it. everybody that's educated. You know, and all these things doesn't have to look and act this way. You know, you don't have to be an uptight black man because you got a suit on. You can still be cool, be relatable. You know what I mean? And, and be yourself. I have character. You don't have to be stiff. Selfie, you know? I mean, a lot of the a lot of the reasons, and I tell this uh, to everybody, but a lot of the reasons that I carry myself the way I carry myself is because of that fact. Thanks a lot to hip hop and like urban culture but I feel like that shit needs to be forced into places where and let people know that you don't gotta be one way in life you know what I'm saying like yeah I'll be in places where you know some people moms might not want them to be and shit like that but nigga if I'm handling business I'll be able to you know have a conversation with you and speak about you with knowledge with context and and understanding of what you're looking for, um, what you need, because I have educated myself and still understand that nigga, I'll smack the shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of times we get um and I see, I hate, I hate using it because it's so cliche and because everybody's getting, it's getting thrown out around a lot. Is we get blackballed when stepping into certain spaces. So for instance, with like real estate, right? Working within real estate, I'm noticing that there's not a lot of people that are like me, right? All the black people I come across are the quote unquote squares. You know what I'm saying? Like they're clean cut. They talk like yeah, with the nasal and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody talking with bass and a voice and saying the word nigga and that type of shit. Listening to my type of music and we can't have the same conversations we have right now, right? So I'm noticing that the people that I do meet that are kind of like me are white people right within my and so I'm finding myself being connected with more white people within the line of work because of that that reason and so it kind of reinforces the me being the way I am with the tattoos and the nose piercing and the dreads and all that because black people are like man cool at the real estate what you say well I guess I do see where you're going with it 
Yeah. So yeah, like in 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 New York, man. I'm telling you, bro. Like if if you're making any kind of moves in real estate, you're nine times out of ten white Asian. Facto mundo. You don't go no other way. You're and so like when you moving in these spaces, and I'm starting to because of the company that that I'm with, we get access to like certain. Um, open houses that you know, exclusive open, quote unquote, exclusive open houses for these expensive ass condos and shit. And when I show up to them shits, nigga, I see the looks. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't feel uncomfortable because that's the purpose I'm here for. Fucking kicking out that door, like yeah, yeah, go get used to seeing niggas like me, yeah. right? And. If a nigga look like me, y'all gonna have to be comfortable with it. Or, because I'm not coming in here, and then I'm gonna have conversations with people, and they're like, oh shit, this nigga know what the fuck you talking about. Well, what is this view that you think that uh, you're so worried about people seeing? What do you mean? You said that people gotta get comfortable with seeing you. Like, who is this? Who is this you that you think? Nah, well, well what I'm saying... In terms of the space of real estate and context of what we're talking about, in the space of real estate, because, like I said, majority of the people that will be in that space of a $15 million condo are white and Asian agents, you know what I'm saying? Or people working with white and Asian agents. Oh. And so when I get... When I show up and I'm not working with a team or anything like that, when I show up and I'm just Jason working for Keller Williams, they like, wait, hold on. So you don't work with anybody? How do you get in here? Like, why are you here? Type shit. You know what I'm saying? So you get those kind of looks like, what are you even doing here? Like, you probably don't even have a chance. But for me, it's more education purposes because it's soak up a lot. Hearing them talk and, you know, learning a lot about the property or whatever. But it's also, you know, a big fuck you to them because I'm there. Because most people wouldn't want to. But what do you get from being there? Nah. Wisdom. (laughs) Knowledge, wisdom. Soaking up shit that's going on. Like at the end of the day, they handle their business. So they're going to have interactions. They're going to talk to me. I'm asking questions. You know what I'm saying? Learning from more experienced um, agents like myself. Not like myself, I should say. You know, dudes have been in the industry for a whole long, long ass time. So you just learn a lot, personally. But uh, on the other side of that, it's just like... Do you, do you not, like, how does the knowledge help you? Like, are you trying to become, like, a kingpin real estate agent one day or something? Hell yeah. What? That's always where the money's at. The more you know about real estate, the much better it is when you have, you know, the capital to invest. Yeah, real estate is one of those things I always interested in. Never, just a classic, by the way, man. Yeah, man, Playboy is that shit. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I want to buy a house, but then sometimes I'm like, it doesn't even really matter. You really can't take it with you when you're gone, so. 
fucking triple trap go go. Like I'm not big on all this legacy bullshit and all that, right? But yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you always want that that um quote unquote castle, right? That place where you ultimately comfortable and you know that you worked and it's yours. And that's all you know, hut. You want you want your hut, man. Everybody want their hut. That's a nothing big. Don't 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 get discouraged by trying to match up to other people. But everybody want their hut. That's it. That's all that is, bro. We ain't got to rush it anymore. <laughs>